Well, when I was a kid, we lived in South Carolina, as many of you know. My family originally from Philadelphia. And so we had to make that long trip up north during holidays. We usually did it in the summertime. So a couple times a year, we would pile in one of the station wagons that my dad would bring home from Avis Rent-A-Car, where he was the manager. That was one of the perks of working for Avis, as he got to choose which car he would bring home every day. And so we would pile in, and it often was one of those station wagons that had the seat that faced the people behind you, and me and my brother would make faces and all that kind of stuff. Many of you did that. So we would drive up there, and we usually stayed at my dad's parents, Grandma and Grandpa Lee. And I'll always remember their basement. They had the coolest basement ever. You would go down, and Philip, where are you at? Raise your hand. Where are you at? Over there? Oh, way over there. I got you. They had it. My grandmother played the organ, and they had an old-timey organ down in the basement. So we would play with that. And my grandmother had this cupboard in the basement, and that's where she kept SpaghettiOs. So we would all go down and get our favorite SpaghettiOs. I like the ones with the little meatballs. And they had one of those ginormous old-school TVs with a big wooden cabinet that would take four people to move today, right? And the best thing, though, was the cabinet under the stairs that had all the toys in it. Play-Doh, erector set, games, and Legos. Legos, they were the best. And I was, as I was reflecting on today's text in preparation for this morning, I, I went back to those days of playing with Legos. My grandparents had one of the big, ginormous sets uh, these are modern today. Look how they are today. Back then, they were, I think it was like just a big old cardboard box, and I think it might have had foam in it with the little compartments or whatever. I can't remember. But we would play Legos until it was time for dinner or until we had to go to bed. It was just the best. So I got to doing some research on Legos, and I saw that they were invented in um, 1932. And... The company website says that they've come a long way in the last 80 years from a small carpenter's workshop to a modern global enterprise that's now one of the largest manufacturer of toys in the entire world. And the company history section says this, the Lego brick is our most important product. Our products have undergone extensive development over the years, but the foundation remains the traditional Lego brick that I gave our graduates this morning. The brick in its present form was launched in 1958. The interlocking principle with its tubes makes it unique and it offers unlimited building possibilities. Unlimited building possibilities. That inspired the title for today's message. I believe that the passage that you and I heard earlier and in the children's sound message reminds us that our foundation is in the words of Jesus. So graduates, as you focus on your future, we, we want to remind you that with Christ as your foundation, there are unlimited building possibilities. Building character, building leaders, building teachers and dads and moms, and engineers, and lawyers, and nurses, and programs, and mechanics, and musicians, 
and technicians and artists and athletes and coaches and pastors and professors and social workers and judges and senators and principals and police officers and first responders and government officials and pilots and the list goes on and on for the next generation who will change this world and you guys are part of that you will change the world there are unlimited building possibilities and so we just we all want to remember that today but there's a catch I wish it was always easy but there's this catch one little tiny word in today's text listen again you probably heard it Jesus said therefore everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock the tiny little word in the Greek is Kai K-A-I Kai we translate it as and that's the key word Jesus is saying that hearing his word is not enough intellectual knowledge is not enough doctrine or the teachings of the church is not enough theology our understanding of who God is it's head knowledge often is not enough our beliefs are simply not enough our beliefs must be matched with practice and when we hear the words and put them into practice, then we've got something. We may fail, we may have some setbacks in life, but we have the sure footing in the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I believe that. In theological terms, you guys probably you would, would appreciate this, getting ready to go off to school. Uh, we can look at it in two words. Orthodoxy and orthopraxy. Orthodoxy is right beliefs. And people can say, well, you've got to, re you've got to believe right. You've got to have all the right beliefs. And, and, and that's good. Orthodoxy. But if we don't have orthopraxy, you see, right practice, we're missing the whole thing. Because Jesus says, the one who hears my words and puts them into practice is wise like the man who built his house on the rock. Simple parable, but profound truth for all of us right beliefs are important but we must match them with right practice and Jesus gives that little word and as the linchpin of that text I believe the power is in the and and if you watch TV and you're into commercials and taglines of companies and stuff like that like I am you'll remember that AT&T came out with a tagline this spring during the Masters tournament, the golf tournament, called the power of and. Unleashing the power of and. And the company press release says it's 25% of our name, A-T and T. And the and is that symbol. It's 25% of their name, but it's 100% of what we do. And is just a little bitty part of that verse that Jesus gives us, but it's 100% of what we do. You and I must unleash the power of and. And amazing things can happen when we do that. There are unlimited building possibilities. AT&C says we're global and local. We're wired and wireless. We're broadband, we're wire, broadband and wireless. We're business and entertainment. We're security and innovation. We live and breathe the power of and. 
for our customers. And I believe you and I live and breathe the power of and right beliefs and right practice for the benefit of the kingdom of God. That this world can be a better place because we live out the ways of Jesus Christ. So there are a few things in the bulletin, if you're taking notes, that you might want to remember as we unleash the power of and in our lives. There's a foundation for decision-making graduates in Matthew 6, 33. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Seek first the kingdom of God. Seek first loving people as Jesus loved. If God's word is the foundation of your and my decision making, the world will be a better place. I believe that. Number two, unleashing the power of and gives us a foundation for our happiness. We're much less likely to seek happiness in stuff and more likely to receive happiness in Christ Jesus, our Lord, who blesses us. And that's Matthew 5, starting at verse 3. I I gave it to you wrong in the bulletin, so you have to write chapter 5 there instead of chapter 6. I'm sorry about that oversight. This is the Beatitudes. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. That means doing what's right in this world, and they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons and daughters of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. We are blessed. Our happiness doesn't come from all the stuff. Our happiness comes from the Lord. The, beat, the word beatitude comes from the Latin beatify, which means to be blessed. And God shows his favor on us. Our happiness comes from God. And the third thing that unleashing the power of and does is it gives us a foundation for our spiritual life. These are the three main practices in the Jewish faith that Jesus brings into the Sermon on the Mount here. And he starts out with giving, and then he talks about praying, and he talks about fasting. Giving alms, helping the poor, and praying regularly, and fasting, and focusing on the Lord. And this is the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our debts here in the text. And as we have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. And the King James for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. College students to be, when you're in college like I was, temptations not to do much praying until you have an exam, right? And um, this prayer can serve as a very, very useful tool for you when you forget, when you're busy, when you're stressed out, and all that anxiety that can come when you're going through college stuff, just to remember our Father who art in heaven. That prayer will sustain you 
It will help you have a foundation for your spiritual life. So decision making the foundation, our happiness, the foundation, our spiritual journey, and then our foundation for our ethical perspective. This is how we treat other people in this world is found in Matthew seven twelve. So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. The golden rule. Unleashing the power of and. When we practice the words and teachings of Jesus, we will make better decisions. We will find happiness in God. We will keep prayer and spiritual practices at the center and we will remember the golden rule. Graduates, you are the next generation. There are unlimited possibilities that exist when you unleash the power of and you shall love the Lord with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength and love your neighbor as yourself. And we remember those teachings because Jesus gave them to us. And he also gave us another teaching and he said, I want you to remember me. And today as his disciples gathered, we gather and remember the words of Jesus who took bread and said, this is my body given for you. As often as you may eat it, this do in remembrance of me. And he who said, when he took the wine and blessed it, this is my blood poured out for you for the remission of your sins and the sins of many. This is the new covenant in my blood. As often as you eat meat, drink deeply of it and do this in remembrance of me. And Jesus said, as often as you eat of this bread and drink of this cup, you proclaim the coming of the Son of Man. Today, we're inviting you to come to the front to receive the elements. I'm going to pray and our attendants will come to the front. We'll invite you to come row by row, starting with the back first. Our deacons will lead you up. And if you are a believer in Jesus Christ, you've received him as your Savior and Lord. We invite you to come to the Lord's table today. doesn't matter whether you're a member here at this church or another. matters most if you've trusted Christ.